Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. My name is Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. Now, we didn't have an episode last week, um, at my fault. Um, I was very well, but we're back at it this week with a new podcast episode for you guys. And this week, we're going to be talking about smartest dog breeds. Now, dogs are really intelligent animals, more intelligent than some animals, maybe not cats. I'm not quite sure about that. <laughs> well, I, would, uh, I would completely agree that dogs are more intelligent. But more <laughs> We've actually done that, haven't we, on, uh, in our, on our vlogs. We've said, who's, who's more smart, cats or dogs? So if you guys want to see us like battling it out, vlog style, go and check out our vlogs on that. That was always really fun. Um, but there are a few uh, breeds that are actually exceptionally intelligent. Some of these smart breeds are great as service animals or other specialist jobs. And this week, we're going to be telling you a few smart dog breeds. Now, I'm going to start on one that sounds a bit strange. Um, and uh, Leah had to, had to Google this when I first mentioned it because <laughs> she'd not heard of this one. But the Australian cattle dog. That is actually a breed, believe it or not. These dogs are extremely smart and an incredible mix between something called a blue male shepherd and a native Australian dingo, which tickles me so much. <laughs> These dogs have high energy, they're hardworking and will thrive in a very active home. These especially love high intensity or high energy games like agility training and herding, obviously hence the name cattle dog. <laughs> These dogs are fiercely loyal and protective of their families but wary of strangers so they might become nervous or anxious if inundated with attention from people they're not really familiar with. If you're a new dog owner, be prepared if you're looking to get an Australian cattle dog. They, they require a lot of mental and physical exercise and stimulation. This will help them stay ha happy, healthy and avoid boredom, which can result in destructive behaviours. I think that goes for most dogs, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, dogs, they're going to chew and bark and things. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking to get an Australian cattle dog, make sure you're able to provide what this dog needs. The Australian cattle dog is highly devoted to its owner and family and usually attaches themselves closely to one person um, and sort of bond less closely with others. So they'll probably have like a favourite person. And if that's you, well done. <laughs> They're often called Velcro dogs because they attach so firmly. They like to be in close physical contact with their chosen person at all times. Now they sound adorable and they look adorable. So if you want to see what an Australian cattle dog looks like, Google it because they look really, really sweet, don't they? <laughs> Um, so a dog breed I would say is quite similar when looking at an Australian cattle dog would be a Border Collie. Um, so a Border Collie is energetic, they're affectionate and of course they are a smart dog breed. If you guys didn't know I have a Border Collie, he's called Milo, he's just turned 10. Um, he is exceptionally smart, some of the things that he'll do when people are over and everyone is just a bit amazed by the skills that Milo has. He does have his dopey moments like all dogs but um, as a, a whole he is an incredibly smart dog. A Border Collie is a true word dog excelling in sheep herding uh, being an athlete their agility and of course cuddling as well yeah of course every dog loves a good color don't they um, border collies are also known for their herding eye as well which is an intense gaze used to stare down and herd other animals so as we all know border collies are known to herd sheep although if milo was ever in front of sheep he becomes petrified he's like absolutely not i'm not going anywhere near them they just freak him out completely um 
But when it comes to the family in the house, he will kind of like herd us all around, even if we're different floors, he'll sort of run upstairs like he's wanting to to collect everybody together, bless him. Um, <laughs> but as a, a whole, I think Border Collies are known uh, to be like the smartest dog breed, I would say anyway, or along with a lot, a lot of other dogs. But um, the fact that they are a working dog, I just think that just means that they've yeah. got to be incredibly smart. Yeah, they, yeah, because um, to be able to do a job like herding or um, you know, learn tricks and that kind of thing, you have to be, it has to be a clever dog. I'm not saying that all dogs that learn tricks, like all dogs that don't learn tricks are thick. That's not what I mean. <laughs> they basically like border collies are just so clever. You can tell like when you meet one, like you might meet Milo, you can just tell he's just such a clever dog. He's just got so much behind his eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's very wise, but when you see him on a moment where he's being a bit dopey, you can just yeah you like run into glass walls and yeah all sorts of stuff like that he's just a bit a bit a bit thick sometimes um but yeah even to the point well this is more about him being uh, like well behaved but do you remember when we used to have that pet cube that you used oh. to throw, and mine used better to throw treats out yeah. we used to do that from being at work and then when i come home a normal dog would have ate all the treats he would yeah. leave them until i told him he could have them so you get home and there'd just be treats all over the kitchen floor that he just left because he probably thought that I was going to shout at him, which I guess still links to him being smart because the, the fact that he had to think about that, even though there's food right there, yeah. just shows how affectionate and, and smart he actually is. So that was like the cutest moment, I think, that Milo has ever, ever done. It was so sweet. So that is actually adorable. Bless him. Oh, I was like, I was just thinking, yeah, oh, I can't eat them because she'll shout. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. bless him. I still got my pet cube actually. I don't use it. It's, it's under my desk. It's under there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it either. But you get scared of it because it makes quite a bit of noise. You know, when you're throwing the treat out, yeah, um, it, it makes quite a rattling noise. And a mile on, like I said, he's a wimp. So <laughs> any noise, like he's like absolutely not getting me away from that. Well, the, the pet cube I've got, we're not advertising pet cube. Well, well, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, yeah. The one I've got is isn't, isn't the treat one. It's just the it's the one with the laser pen in it. Yeah, yeah, so it's fast for cats and dogs, isn't it? It's so yeah, cute. So you can, like you get it up and you can like play with the laser pen, but you can also talk through it. And um, this is before you know quarantine and all that. But before all that, my um, my sister in law went away to New Zealand and she we looked after her cat. You've got a spare room up the top. It's like a little flat, and so the cat um, Elphaba lived there for two weeks and so I gave my sister-in-law like the logging details for pet cube and all the way from New Zealand she was like talking to her cat through the pet cube it was like it was kind of weird to begin with but actually it was like it was really nice that she could actually speak to her own cat from halfway across the world <laughs> I thought about like oh when you're at work you can do it but that is amazing that you could literally go on holiday and speak to your dog I mean Milo again will get freaked out we've got videos somewhere of like the cat getting really intrigued by it if he's hearing voices the cat's like peering up like at the camera like what is this whereas you can see Milo in the corner like wanting to run away like not not interact with it at all oh bless oh bless him but he's clever in other ways <laughs> yeah just not sometimes <laughs> the next one I got is poodles now po poodles are gorgeous I've always been a big big fan of poodles and if my family here would let me get a dog I think I'd probably get um, a toy poodle because they're just lovely but poodles are not just gorgeous dogs to look at. They are an absolute delight to own as a pet. The poodle's an impressive dog behind all those impressive hairdos, best in show ribbons and a regal attitude. You'll find an affectionate family dog with many, many talents. Poodles are regarded as one of the most intelligent dog breeds in the world, obviously, because we're talking about it. <laughs> 
and they res respond extremely well to training and love lots of physical and mental stimulation. Active owners who are able to meet this boisterous dog breed's needs will have a loving, trainable, clever and an incredibly loyal dog. Though poodles today seem to exclude a dog that is accustomed to the life of luxury, they were initially bred as um, water fetching dogs, which I didn't know until I looked up. I looked this up. Yeah, like, it's cool. Yeah, even the elaborate coat stylings that the breed's known for once had a, pra a practical purpose. Um, trimming areas lightened the weight of dogs' coats and wouldn't snag on underwater debris, while the long hair around the joints and vital organs protect protected the dog from the cold water, which I thought was so interesting. Yeah, it is mad, some of the, the jobs that dogs had. Yeah, like what water fetching, I, I, I mean, I, I don't really know that. Is, that. is that sort of finding where there's water or...? Maybe. I was thinking more like going to the well and like carrying the water yeah, back. Yeah, because they're quite like bigger, bigger poodles are like what they call standard poodles. They're quite big, aren't they? Yeah, I think as well that poodles used to be used as like retrievers. And I think they're the dog, um, the national dog of France as well. So the right. Yeah, how good is that? That's really interesting. Yeah. That totally makes sense in a way. <laughs> poodles come in three sizes, as it were. They come in toy, miniature and standard. But regardless of which size of poodle you own, you'll be getting a pet with a playful but dignified personality and a range of sharp intelligence. That They just sound like such lovely dogs. Like, I, genuinely, if I could get a dog, I would probably get either a toy or a standard poodle because they're just yeah. so lovely. There's um, a neighbour of mine just across the way. She's got two mini, uh, two toy poodles and she she walks them every day. And I can see, see her walking them from my office and I just think they're just the sweetest, loveliest little things. <laughs> My friends, uh, my best friend's got a toy poodle. I think he's only maybe like nine months old, so he's still in that really playful, playful state. But he is the cutest dog, but he's so mischievous. But I think all puppies are really at that age. But um, you can definitely see that he's smart. Like he'll know when she gets like certain things out, like a coat out. He'll know that he's going to work. So things like that when dogs can make that connection. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. They could, they are definitely a smart dog breed. I think as well, when you look at them, because they look quite like um, fawn and energetic that you might not think they're as smart as they actually are. Whereas obviously if you look at another dog breed, like a border collie or anything like that, you sort of, you know, they're smart just because they look yeah. quite handsome, don't they? Whereas a poodle, they're still handsome and really, really cute, but they just look like they're going to have a proper play with you. So it's, <laughs> it is, it's really nice to know that they are a smart dog breed as well. Yeah, I think that uh, they have a, a reputation. You think poodle, you think a bit hoity-toity, a bit aloof, but actually they're, they're quite big. Um, like poodle, just sounds quite fun to say, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. poodle, labradoodle, poodles. And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, someone I used to used to know had a poodle, um, and they um, were so funny. They they walk it, and it would bounce on its on its hind legs while it was walking. <laughs> Well, that's what her, that's what my um, best friend Olivia, her dog does that as well. Like, I'll go on his hind legs and we'll be walking, going for a walk, and everyone would just be stopping and staring, like pointing, look at that dog, it's on its hind legs. And she's even got like, because he gets quite cold because he's only a toy poodle, he's only small. So she's got him like a little um, like puffer jacket to oh. wear, but it properly zips down the front. So when he's like stood up on his hind legs, it looks like he's wearing an actual coat. <laughs> like a little bit like like a, a toddler dressed like a poodle <laughs> yeah i'll have to get i'll get her a video or a picture or something and i'll show you because it is the funniest thing ever uh, yeah if you do that i'll, I'll um if she, if she doesn't mind of course i'll share it on the uh, relax my dog instagram and everyone who's listening can have a look as well <laughs> so funny. 
Okay, so the next dog, I'm going to take it right away from the toy poodles. We're going to go up to a bigger dog breed, which is the Golden Retriever. Now, as we all know, Golden Retrievers are one of the most popular dog breeds. I can guarantee if you go to a doggy park or just walking down the street, you are guaranteed to see a Golden Retriever. They are just known to be the perfect family dog. They're intelligent, they're friendly, and they're a devoted sporting dog as well. Golden Retrievers take their jobs to heart and try to be the best that they can be, whether it is hunting, uh, serving, as a seeing eye dog, like a, um, what would you call, what's it called again? Seeing eye dog, but what? Mm. A guide dog, a guide dog. Okay. <laughs> whether it's their hunting or they're being a guide dog, uh, working in search and rescue, or simply just being a loving companion, a golden retriever will put every single ounce of their effort into, um, into whoever they are wanting to please. But as well as this being an amazing family dog, they are excellent, um, excellent. They are extremely intelligent dogs as well. So I guess you could sort of, again, they look like an intelligent dog, but you won't look mm -hmm. at a golden retriever. I mean, maybe some of them you might look at them and think, maybe they're not all completely there. Mm -hmm. But with a lot of the golden retrievers, I think you'd look at them and think they are extremely intelligent dog breeds. Um, and especially the fact they are guide dogs, I think that just proves every single point um, yeah. that they're able to do such an incredible job like that. Yeah, because you see like the majority of guide dogs, there's lots of different kinds of uh, service animals or um, what do they call them? service yeah search and rescue service yeah. service dogs so basically you know ones that help people who've got medical issues um but when it comes to guide dogs yeah most of them are um retrievers aren't they golden retrievers um and that just is, just shows like testament to just how intelligent they are because that's a lot of training a lot of learning and that's something that they can't really sort of do wrong because if they muck up it's someone's like safety like, yeah in jeopardy so they obviously take on a lot of responsibility a lot of training a lot of, of learning and it has, it has to be a very intelligent dog to be able to do that because um not saying that some dog breeds are stupid <laughs> that's not what i'm saying <laughs> but you can imagine oh, i don't know if, if, even if i name one breed of a dog i'm probably going to annoy someone <laughs> so i'm not saying three a chihuahua if a chihuahua was trying to be a guide dog it just wouldn't be feasible because mm. it's such a small dog and i feel like they probably their attention span isn't as good as a golden retriever yeah. and so it's just things like that it's like breed is it stereotypes or breed statistics or mm, what do you call it like their personalities they're sort of the their yeah. DNA their makeup what what sort of becomes of them i can't think of the word we'll think of it afterwards probably <laughs> Yeah, like when we're like going to bed, I'll be like, that was the word. <laughs> yeah. With a, with a guide dog, I think it'll play a big part in the size of the dog as well, because they've mm. almost got to have the authority there. And also if they need to help somebody get up or anything mm. like that, they've got to have the strength of to really like help um, in that situation. Yeah, that's so you see like um, dogs who are trained to help people who have seizures and stuff tend to be like Labradors because they're quite hefty dogs, aren't they? And they need, yeah, you need, they need to have the strength and the authority to stop someone from doing something or to pull them out of the way. Kind of thing. You can't imagine a chihuahua trying to stop someone walking into the road. would it? Or the chihuahua get distracted by something else and you just, you'd be off. You yeah, you just get, you never get anything done. <laughs> Okay, and the next one I have is Doberman, Doberman pincers. I'm just going to call them Dobermans now because that, that word, that pincers word, it, it, it makes my brain miscompute. I just can't say it. <laughs> the Dobermans. I think actually they're just known as Dobermans, aren't they? Yeah, what is it? Pincer? Doberman pincer. P-I-N-S-C-H-E-R. Pincer. Oh. <laughs> like a crap. <laughs> anyway, Dobermans. 
No, these dogs look tough. Now, I used to be really scared of Dobermans when I was little because I was just, you know, like in like Disney films, Dobermans were always right. Like, always the mean one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I get that. And they're quite like a big, they're like a stocky dog, but they're big, aren't they? So I can see yeah. how they'd be scary. So these dogs look tough and are, in fact, excellent guard dogs. Um, they have a notable emotional intelligence that apparently makes them incredible uh, therapy dogs and search and rescue dogs, which I was really in, uh, interested to, to find out. But these dogs do have a reputation that precedes them. They are feared by those who don't know the breed very well and wrongly stereotyped as fierce, highly aggressive, vicious and scary. A testament to what I just said <laughs> when I was a child. In actual fact, uh, Doberman dog owners would describe them as loving, gentle and watchful pets. Though they do have the right makings to be trained as really amazing guard dogs and they will fearlessly stand their ground and protect their owners should trouble find them. The Dobermen enjoy being part of an active and loving family. Within this close and loving unit, they're, they're a natural protector. So if you have a Doberman and um, part of a family that's, you know, they all like treat the dog really well, <laughs> you know, um, you'll probably find that the Doberman will become a natural protector, especially if like, you have kids or you're a bit older. Despite their reputation, they um, are trustworthy with family's children, friends and guests, as long as they're treated well. I think that goes for a lot of dogs, actually. In spite of the, these positive qualities, a Doberman isn't the right breed for everybody. They're quite large, like we said, they're, they, they're about 60 to 80 pounds. Now to me, I'm not quite sure I can really picture that, but I know what Doberman looks like, so. <laughs> yeah, they are probably a pretty big dog. Mm. They're extremely active, both physically and mentally, and they're, they're apparently uh, require a strong owner or pack leader to socialise them properly, train them and keep them suitably busy so they don't become bored or disruptive for attention. Like you said uh, before, that's like a lot of dogs, isn't it? You know, you've got, if a dog, especially a bigger breed, you need a lot of stimulation mentally and physically. If they get bored, they're going to become disruptive, like biting, chewing, barking, that kind of um, a bigger dog becoming disruptive rather than like again like a little chihuahua or toy poodle they're going to do a lot worse damage than yeah. a small dog like that so it is always important I think with any dog to have that mental stability and um, lessons to learn and sort of things like that yeah. when the, the dog's younger and especially a big dog like a, a Doberman especially when they do have that behind them that a lot of people might be scared of them even though I feel like they're like the, the cuddly like the precious dog breeds yeah. I think if I wanted a dog that was a really good family dog, but also a good guard dog. I think I'd probably go with the Doberman. Yeah. So those are some of the most intelligent dog breeds. Obviously, you said there's like loads of them, um, but we'd be here for hours and hours and hours if uh, if we went through all of them. Maybe one time we'll do um, smartest smaller dog breeds. That might be quite an interesting one to do. Yeah, we've not really spoke about that apart from the toy poodle, uh, the, but no, that'd be interesting to do. Yeah, the Papillons are quite small, I think. Yeah, yeah, anyway, anyway, um, um, just before we go, I'm going to uh, mention our social medias, actually. We're actually on all social medias. Uh, we're on Instagram. If you want to find us, you just have to search at RelaxMyDog. We're on Twitter at RelaxMyDog <laughs> and make Twitter. And we're on Facebook as well. We've got Facebook, uh, quite an active Facebook group, actually. So if you just search RelaxMyDog, you don't need to like um, like join it as a, you know, you don't need to request to join. You can just join up and there's... We post pictures up every day. There's lots of people talking on there. It's really cool. And you can also email us if you have any questions or suggestions. You can um, email us at relaxmydogmusic at gmail.com. And yeah, 
there we go. Oh, also YouTube. <laughs> well, that's my dog YouTube. Just check. Um, just go on YouTube, search What's My Dog. You'll see Leah does a blog every week. Um, if you also got a cat, I do cat vlogs too, just in case you want to know. <laughs> so that was Intelligent Dog Breeds. Uh, thanks for joining us again this week and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.